Ready? Born ready. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Simply Paulette podcast. I be so excited every day to come to you all, or every Sunday. I am out here every day trying my best to live my life like it's golden as I am encouraging you. And, um, and I will tell you, every day is an experience. I mean, you have to wake up every day knowing that you have purpose, knowing that there is a plan for your life and knowing that that purpose and plan is not without your engagement. It's not without your input. It's not without your curiosity. It is everything about you. This is, this is the wonderful thing about having purpose and plan is that there is nothing going on behind the curtain that you are not at some point going to be a vital participant in that process. And the further you are removed from that process, the more challenging it is to be authentic. That's why you have to get out and live life. You have to experience things. You have to go through things, learn what it is to love, learn what it is to be hurt, learn what it is to push yourself, know what it is when you are reserving yourself and protecting yourself because you're in a place of vulnerability. It's, it's learning all of those things and not being afraid. I am so excited with my life right now because I it's all beginning to make sense. And for you that are younger than me, you can take what is my experiences, not make them your own, but take the principles of what I am telling you that is universal and begin to thrust yourself in a, a, a transition that will cause you to accelerate beyond me at your particular age. I am doing that. I Where I am in life, I accelerated my mom I accelerated a lot of the women of her generation, not because I was trying to disregard their achievements, but listening to the wisdom and the experiences that they came from um, and taking charge in directing my life, being proactive rather than reactive in a lot of my decisions. It has caused me to celebrate in triumph of things that they were yet working through because of generational things and sometimes their own personal um, challenges uh, that they had in approaching life. So when I'm coming here every Sunday, it is to not give you one, two, three steps of how you are to do your life. It is to give you an, an alternative way to think about life and how to not be afraid to live, not be afraid to get back up because it is all going to work for your good. If you allow it, you can get stuck. And, and sometimes I'm coming on here to help my sisters and brothers as well who have experienced life and 
And, and sometimes life knock you down and it's not as easy to get up and brush yourself off. You know, I, I speak right now a lot of times from places of victory, you know, but there are challenges I have. You know, I have a wonderful relationship with my children, but there are times that we have been stuck. I mean, we have literally had to go to counseling. But there are some things that I have predetermined. It doesn't matter to me what the behavior of another person is, how they may be responding to me or how they may be acting towards me, whatever they think about me, I have determined. I have a predetermined attitude in life that how you feel about me and how you may engage with me is not going to be the measurement in which I engage you. I am going to engage you from the best and the most authentic part of who I am. And if I fail in those efforts, I'm going to get back up and try it again because that's what I want for my life. I want at the end of my life is to say, I live my life the way I wanted it. I live my life like it was golden because it was a gift. I want my life to be an example of I had discoveries, I explored, I conquered my fears, I was able to acknowledge my vulnerabilities, I knew my strengths so that I could every year gain a better grip on how to live. So at one point where I go and cross to the other side, I will not leave those who love me in a place of wishing I would have nothing because all they will be able to say is I will miss her. I will miss the input she gave me, but she also gave me something of how to live. And that's what I live for every day to come back here on Sunday and to encourage you. I want you to, uh, Write in, you know, even give me examples of, of things you would like for me to talk to, uh, talk about or questions you may have, because I'm telling you, God intended for you to live the best life and anything that comes in your life, anything in some things that happens to us is some things I can't talk on this podcast about concerning my life because it it isn't all about me it's other people who are entangled in those things and I don't have the right to tell their story I have the right to tell my story and sometimes my story is so interwoven with the lives of other people those are things that I keep under the wraps but I am not afraid to address them if they ever come up and I have to I can speak my peace because I made peace with my disappointments and I face the intense pain that comes from sorrow, but none of those things are going to be the definition of why I became something that I had no desire to become. That's not going to happen for me. I've made up my mind and believe me, you have to be predetermined. That's not going to happen because before you can get to that Stella got a groove back part, you will experience the range of emotions 
and you go through those things, you're aware your emotions and your your feelings, you'll wear those things like they're your clothing. But they but just like clothing, they're not intended for you to wear every day. It is at, it's meant for you to get an experience. It's meant for you to understand so that when you overcome and you finally get into that place of Stella got a groove back, you can look back at others and have empathy and have empathy. You can speak to those people and say the things to them that you needed somebody to say to you. So, you know, I know that there's some sorrow that is so grievous, you can't even imagine how people get through it. You know, I I was thinking about uh, Vanessa Bryant and her losing Kobe and their daughter. I can't imagine the grief that she must get up every day and choose to live for those who are in her life. But I don't believe we experience anything in life that was meant to crush us. But it is only through human beings that God is able to manifest his graciousness because you can't see him. You can only see how he works through people, through nature. You can't, you can even, whether you use your holy uh, scriptures, whether that be from the Bible, the Holy Bible or the Quran or whatever is your holy writings, or if you even choose not to be subscribed to any of that, the only thing that can get us through some things is just knowing that we have a greater power beyond ourselves. But even in that, you have to determine how you're going to live. And I want all of us here that is a part of the Simply Paulette podcast audience, I want us to be those individuals that we can say that through every tunnel, we are going to live and sit until we see the light at the other side because we're so convicted in that. And so I I was uh, excited to uh, hear when I came in uh, the office today that Keith, you had some um, people who had shout, gave me some shout outs. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you did a couple of shout outs. Uh, yeah, some reviews. Uh, one person was saying that they wish they would have went to Africa with you because it sounded <laughs> so good. Uh, another person said the way you described it, that they're from Africa and the way you described it made them want to go back home. Oh, wow. So, uh, people are tuning in. People are listening. Uh, it definitely was a good episode. We were going to split it up. Right. But when I was editing and mm-hmm. it sounded just so good, I was like, nah, we have to just put the whole thing out. Okay. And just, you know, give, a pe- give the people a fresh episode. So. Well, that's awesome. Because I, I tell you. But people are definitely listening. Uh, send us some more comments, some reviews. Uh, you know, you see Miss Paulette, give us some love. Exactly. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so excited. I um I made so many connections there in Ethiopia. M- matter of fact, at the end of this month, I um supposed to be going to Germany for a couple of weeks. And I just sort of looked up how far would Germany be from uh Ethiopia for me to take another little short trip, maybe about 
three or four days since I'm already over there. And it's only five hours away. So I am going to see if I can make my schedule fit. Uh, at the most, I'll be able to stay maybe it's five days, but I'm going to, um, it's only five hours. So I just cannot miss the opportunity to sneak back over there and have a, a good time before coming back. So I am looking forward to connecting to um, the many associates that I consider now to be friends. Um, because even since being back, I've had communications with them. So I'm looking forward to going back and uh, maybe it will be something that um, I can do with Eldridge. I know he already does um, the tours to different parts of Africa every year. And maybe I can become a part of that, but I, I do want to have like a girl's trip. Um, and in having a girl's trip, I need to decide where we'll go. You know, I think it's great to get out of the country because it, it really helps us to get some perspective how people are living. And I will tell you, um, your eyes are always open how you can do it better the more you're exposed to. Um, you don't have to receive everything that is brought before you, but it does give you an opportunity to either rethink what you're doing or critique what you're doing. And, you know, I just don't know how to express how uh, fulfilled I am in life to know the benefits of having relationships of all kinds. I know we put a lot of emphasis on our personal um, significant other uh, relationships, whether it would be somebody we have committed to talking to on a, a committed basis or somebody who we are now engaging in um, a courtship and engagement. And I know some of those words seem so old fashioned, but I, I do think that we get a better grip of the quality of our relationships when we can sort of sort of go through the stages and know the stages of a relationship that we're going through. Um, and like I said, we put a lot of emphasis on those that relates to our significant other, but we have relationships that are girlfriends and we have relationships that are guy friends. We have relationships with our parents our sisters and brothers, and, you know, all of these relationships in life, they really contribute to the quality of your life and the real contribution that they make to your life really cannot be uh, summarized without your mature gatekeeping. Um, I, I know for me, I, I speak to a lot of people and you can't always be personally connected to every person, but every person that I come in contact with, they play a role in the woman that I am and the woman that I continue to evolve in because people help you see a different side of yourself. People help you to become more convicted in what you uh, find to be the priorities of your life or those things that are 
a part of your life, but don't have such a significant um, role. And so it's, it's very important to me. I was talking to a young lady um, earlier today and uh, not, not today that this is going to air on uh, Sunday, but I was actually talking to a young lady on um, Wednesday, which is the day that I'm recording this. And um, we were talking about uh, marriage and the challenges that it is and how wonderful it can be. And she was um, asking me, well, how, you know, just to give you a little background without telling um, any integral parts of her relationship. And she did give me permission um, because I always ask people when I'm talking to them, I never share your name. I don't give the specifics of your situations. But I do uh, ask, is it okay if I talk about the subject around what we talked about? And I wouldn't want her to hear this or anybody to hear their particular situation. And those who you love and know you would be able to speak to the, would be able to discern who I'm talking to. So I sort of sp uh, speak in a generic way, but on specific things. And we was talking about, um, how do you know that this person loved you? You know, and how do you know when you're in love? And the one thing that I, I spoke to her, I said, I come to know this. Um, love is something that matures over time and it, it becomes, um, more of, a discerning thing that that you will feel from the heart more than always being able to see it externally. I know for um, me, when when I really begin to do a lot of research on, you know, just being able how to function healthy in a relationship, it was a book that I read, and I think everybody uh, could benefit from reading this book. It was called The Five Love Languages. And it, it speaks about how, you know, you determine what is affection. And, and just knowing how you receive affection and how you process it, it gives you clarity to articulate a little bit better when you know this, this is how you love. Some people love with quality time and some people love with gifts and some people love with appreciation. Um, this particular book became it um, so important to me is because I realized a lot of the men that were in my life, whether it was my father or at the time my ex-husband, um, my sons, I realized that they really liked being appreciated. And when you think of that word appreciate, you know, and I began to sort of watch the men that I was around all the time. They often would say, you know, you know, I just wish you would get that part of appreciation, appreciate what I do, you know, and I began to really give a lot of observation to that because when you uh, think about showing somebody, how do you appreciate, uh, our way of expressing appreciation can be different for me. 
My appreciation is um, I think about, you know, cooking dinners that you like, or I think about doing things that are specifically to your person, not that everybody else get the benefit out of, of it. You know, appreciation for me is like, um, you know, if you like um, lobster tail, um, I cook a lobster tail for you, not everybody else. So you will know this was done specifically for you. And, and that isn't to say, well, everybody else can say, well, I would have wanted lobster tail too. But to give it to everybody, the point may have been lost. So sometimes doing something specifically for that person teaches a lot of appreciation. So I, I want to get to the point of what I was trying to get her to see is I was saying that this is something that I learned in my life that worked and it helped me because this is what you really want to do. You don't want to go through life having many different relationships, which is nothing wrong with the number, but what you don't want to do is go through a number of relationships where you feel like you have wasted your time. Because I hear that a lot among ladies that was like, you know, I just want to talk to somebody who's serious. Um, I want to talk to somebody who's serious. I don't want to waste my time. And I often say that, uh, this statement to them, nobody wastes your time more than you do. You know, there are some things that you have to realize that you really can observe from the surface and be able to make a determination if you want to get involved with this person or not. But there are some things that you absolutely cannot know until you have spent an appropriate amount of time to make a better determination. So there are some things that you can know off the rip. You know, if, um, like for me, this is the most vain thing that is in my life that I do not mind saying to somebody that what is a deal breaker for me? If your teeth are messed up in the front, <laughs> like, that is the most vain thing. <laughs> now I am mature enough at this point that that can be fixed, but I will tell you, I would not wait a month to tell you that, you know, I can get past a lot of things and it's the same thing with me. I will miss a house payment to fix my teeth because I just personally feel like that is something where it shows complete neglect um, in, in the way that I feel. Now, that is vain. A person could be missing all their teeth and have great character. So you need to know if you're looking, you meet this guy and he just got a great character and all his teeth is missing, the first thing you got to say, you know what, baby, I am rocking with you, but you have got to fix those teeth first. You don't want to just walk away what would be a great candidate because you got something that is immediately can be taken care of. It, even if 
he's not in a position to do it. At least he knows that this is something that means something to you. Now, I wanted my uh, friend that I was talking to, I wanted her to understand she was talking about marriage and, you know, how it is challenging. And um, and we were having these conversations and she's in a great uh, marriage um, as, you know, concerning how she uh, feels about it. But she wanted to be able to be more mature in certain things of how you adjust and how you you grow with a person. How do you get from those um, um, immature stages of bliss into stabilizing a relationship that really have long tenure? And it was a few things that I discussed with her, and I want to talk these things with you, and I want you to engage me um, what you feel about. And and I'm not a yes person. If you disagree with me, put that out there so we can have a discussion and we can all grow. Um, I told her this is uh, the number one thing. First, nobody gets to tell you how to love. You decide that. You decide how you want to love. You decide what that means to you. And secondly, the other person gets the right to do the same thing. You don't have the right to tell a person how they decide to love you because everybody loves different. But this is where the real negotiation begins in a relationship because both of you come into that relationship with the idea of how you love and how they love. The negotiation is the only thing that you get to really decide upon if you're going to accept the way they love you or reject it. That, that, is you, that is the deal. The deal is they show up with how life has presented itself to them and they have developed who they are and you have accepted life how it has presented itself to you and you decide how you want to love and, and what you want to deal with and what you don't want to deal with. But what you both have to accept is when this person tell me this, do I accept it or I reject it? And you don't have to flat out say I accept it, but you need to know that is where the engaging of advocating for yourself and negotiating better grounds. That's how you're able to grow. That is the enjoyment of engaging with this person because in this moment, you, you've found something in which you have common grounds that you are attracted to each other. You got similar goals or something is going on that is causing you to, to, to accept uh, a temporary engagement with this person. So now you got to be attentive to not hear what you want to hear, but hear what is being said. And then you got to be able to articulate what is being presented to you and what you are offering. 
like in a contract, you um you you have a consideration, uh, something of value that you are offering another person have to accept. You know, I always tell everybody, not everybody is made for marriage, but everybody can negotiate a good deal in a relationship. Period. You you don't you a lot of times the reason why marriages fail is because there's not a real good consideration that both people have taken a look at and accepted the offer of what the other person is is offering. I know a lot of people like to say, well, I really want to have love and spontaneity and passion. And I'm telling you, as a mature woman, you can have those things, and most of those things can be created in mature communication. But what has got to be very clear in a relationship, in a marriage, for you to see that you're not wasting your time is what you are wanting, what you are offering, and does this person have the willingness to negotiate and work with me to give me that and vice versa. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're negotiating how both of you will engage and respect each other and what you're offering and what the other one is accepting. And when you get to the mature place in life that you can prioritize what is important to you. You know, for me, at this point in my life, what is extremely important to me is that I have somebody that has an equal amount or a fair amount of acceptance of my family. I like somebody who likes to travel. And I like somebody who's mature enough to allow me to have a life that is very rounded. But understand that in everything that I'm doing, I give them precedence in certain times of my day and of my life. And I give them consideration. And that's all they have to be to me. You know, and for a lot of people, that changes. For From person to person, that changes. You have to decide. There are some young women out here now that may have two or three children, and you got a lot of responsibility, and you're trying to maybe educate yourself to get better paying positions. You got a lot going on. So um, oftentimes, the man that you are looking for is a man that can understand this is your situation that you got going on and that he can come in and compliment that by assisting you. You know, maybe not in raising your children because you may want to be a little protective with that, but he needs to know when he asking you out for a date, he needs to know that there's a lot of things that goes in your preparation of that date. And you need him to have the insight to know that. And if he contributes to the well-being of that, that is a good um, prospect. But if he just comes in, he, he has no consideration of what you got going on, and then it just seemed like one more added task, then you're that's not negotiating a good deal for yourself. You know, 
all the time as women, we go in and we negotiate a job. We negotiate for a place to stay. We are negotiating how our children will be cared for. We have to bring that same level of logic, not emotions, to negotiating great relationships. And this is how you get to, after you have negotiated um, that this guy may be something for me to look into, and you begin to go out and interact with him, you also need to engage with him in a way to see if this fits into the future that you have for yourself. Because the old-fashioned way is having an expectation this man is going to take me somewhere. The modern woman knows where she's going, and she's getting there with or without anybody. But she's wise enough to know that on the path when I meet somebody that is in the same vein and is in on the same level of maturity and understanding, she's mature enough to engage this man in a way that it not only enhances his path, but it enhances your path. And after you get to a certain point, because nothing is guaranteed in life, if you get to a point that you begin to see this is not going in the direction that you want, then you have to be willing to know and acknowledge this isn't working for me. And no matter how I feel about this person, to ignore this is not working, to ignore that I have articulated things in which I know is clear that he understands he either is not capable, he's not, um, he's not willing, or he's not competent, whatever the reasons are. When you understand that he is not in the vein of where I'm going, you have to let that go. You have to be willing to tough it out emotionally, you know, and do what is best for you because you will never have a quality relationship of any kind at any moment that you abandon taking care of yourself. You can only love somebody as much as you love yourself. And the moment, the moment in that relationship that you begin to allow situations to slide because you don't want to argue or you don't want to talk about it right now or you, you're being lazy, you don't want to deal with it. Any of those things is you stepping out of the maturity of a grown woman. And at that point, children are led. Grown women negotiate. And so oftentimes, a lot of good men have been lost because a woman refused to negotiate what was in the best interest of her. And, you know, in, in a man, a real man, I'm not talking about a man who's challenged in trying to come into his own, but I'm talking about a real man, even if he's evolving as well. But a man who have had a predetermined attitude that he's going to uh, 
stand up in his authentic self, he will respect a woman that stands her ground. And, and there's something about a woman being authentic. You know, at some point you learn how to do this with um, mature communications. It's not about screaming and hollering. It's about presenting what is going to be no matter what, because you're not in a situation here in America where you have to be in any situation you don't want to be in. But if you don't want to be in a situation that you don't want to be in, you have to have the courage to stand in the truth of I am the master of my destiny. And those are some hard things to step into, but this is what every relationship should be moving you towards. Because the the truth is, a lot of times when we enter into relationships, we're not even really clear what our priorities are. We know something in our heart. We know it, but we haven't had enough experiences that we can articulate it. And so those relationships that may have seemed to be a waste of time, they are really the relationships that gave you better articulation afterwards than they were while you, before you got in it. So it wasn't a waste of time. It was a time that you needed to get the articulation and get the clarity so that you can choose better. And when you go through life, there's one other thing that I wanted this young woman to understand. I, I first wanted her to understand that you get to choose how you want to be loved. You don't get to tell the other person how they're going to love you, but you do get to choose whether you accept it or reject it. You get to choose that. And if you accept it at that moment, you start negotiating and advocating what you think is good for you. And at any point in that negotiation, you begin to see that it is not working to your advantage. You don't have to curse the ending. You don't have to, you don't have to, I'm sorry, you don't have to curse the beginning because of the ending. You can allow the ending to happen knowing that when you begin, you, you had clarity as to why you were there. And, and you engage this person until you came to a place to realize this isn't working for me. And I got to be willing to let it go. And therefore, at the end of the day, what you are really, truly um, gaining knowledge of, you're, you're gaining the knowledge of what this person can be to me by having a balanced life. Because it is, it is really not realistic to, to think that one person can be everything to you. You know, um, when you just think about the complexity of our womanhood, you know, this isn't to dish men at all because it's, it's just a reality that we live in. I'm not blaming it on anybody, but in my mind, when I look at a man, even if he has the responsibility of wife and children, he 
his goal, his one set thing is that most of the time that man, if he really loves that woman and those children, he's going to seek to make provisions for them. His whole um, uh, approach to life will be to meet the responsibility of his family. And that's a lot. That's not minimizing because that is a lot, particularly if you have not seen it being done so well by males in your life. But as a woman, I want you to think about the complexity of your womanhood. And this is why sometimes when I see sisters who have fallen by the wayside under the load of this responsibility, I can have empathy because I understand what it takes to be a woman that is well-rounded and balanced. If you are a woman, just to understand yourself and the evolution of your womanhood is one thing. To be a woman that knows how to support her man requires you to have some active listening skills for you to have some confidence of where to inject yourself and where to stand your ground when there are some things that needs to be corrected. Then to be a mother, to teach your children principles that can stand in their character as they grow, whether they're around you or your partner, to be somebody's daughter, to be respectful and to honor your mother and your father, and then to choose friends in your life that would support all of these other areas in your life. And then the added task of being um, a career woman and knowing how to balance all of that, it takes a lot to be a woman. I am not saying that it does not uh, take a lot to be a man. I can only speak to women and I can only speak to um, the experiences I've had in life. And I know that at the rate in which we need to mature to face the world and with the articulation of principles and skill sets for all these different areas in our life, it can be overwhelming because sometimes we are ill-prepared. But there is one thing that I have learned that will accelerate you to where you need to be, regardless of the lack you've seen in your life. It is getting connected to who you are authentically. If you rule from the place of being clear of who you are, not what you do, not the titles that you take on, but from the authenticity of who you are, if it will not matter at at any point, at any aspect of your life, if you can show up authentically yourself, you're going to be okay. And you're going to live a very fulfilled life. And every relationship, every circumstance, every situation that you are being faced with in life is pushing you out of the cocoon of somebody else's something into the authenticity of who you are. And that is the butterfly that eventually everybody will see. And they will see the variations of the colors of your life. They will see the things that are dark, the things that are bright. But ultimately, they will behold beauty. Because 
It is only beauty that comes forth out of you birthing yourself out of the ashes and out of the trials of life into the beauty of who you authentic, authentically is. So, uh, authentically who you are. So I just want to tell you that today I am excited about living the life like it's golden. I want to see you this time next Sunday. And I want you to consider what we've all talked about right in with your questions. And this has been another episode of the Simply Paulette podcast, a media production of Jess Eldridge Media.